0: Hi there. This is Dr. Tracy Jones. And on this crisis leadership podcast, I'm going to share with you the five tremendous triggers that will fire up your followers. And why this is important for you to learn about is that when a crisis erupts, you're going to see different people step into different roles, roles they maybe had not even thought about before. And what gets one follower fired up may be completely separate. So this crisis podcast is going to help you understand what different followers respond to what different roles and how you can put them in the best one possible. You're listening to Tremendous Leadership with Dr. Tracy Jones. Hi there. This is Dr. Tracy Jones. And on today's crisis leadership podcast, I'm going to share with you the five tremendous triggers that will fire up your followers. So typically when we hear the word trigger that has a negative connotation and granted a crisis has thrown us into uncertainty fear and confusion so we're already triggered but did you know that there are tremendous triggers that can actually bring out the best in you as a leader and your followers and we're going to break them down into this podcast today to the five constructs or triggers that are going to help your people figure out what role they need to be in as you respond to this crisis and different people are going to step into different roles at this time so this is really important that you understand what motivates each person to give you their best actually their 110 percent to get you out of this crisis. So the topic of my research dissertation was titled Perceptions of Leader Effectiveness in an Organizational Crisis, a Case Study in Follower Self-Efficacy. And what I looked at was an organizational crisis, a merger that went south. And I did a case study, which was 30 interviews of how leaders perceive their followers and how followers perceive their leaders in navigating the way out of the crisis. And self-efficacy is a $10 million word for really just motivation. All right. Uh, Bandura is one of the leading uh, researchers in the theory of self-efficacy. And I drew quite heavily from him for my research. But self-efficacy is defined as a person's judgment of his or her capabilities to perform specific actions that are required for effective performance. So in other words, it's really how well do you think you can show up and do your job? So self-efficacy is really a person's level of confidence in the knowledge, skills, and ability one holds in their role. So this crisis and responding to the new normal is probably new, a new role for a lot of people in your organization because everything's different than how we used to do things. But the ones that have a high level of self-efficacy are going to respond to their new role because they know that they had the capabilities and skills to do their old role. And if you're uh, efficacious, you're going to figure that you can roll these over into your new role. So self-efficacy is a really important marker. So the importance of self-efficacy in getting through a crisis is, again, we talked about this and how a crisis is different than peacetime or normal operations. In a crisis, there's shared responsibility. The leader can't do it on their own and have disengaged followers, and the followers can't push it because they need the leader out there navigating strategically out of it. So self-efficacy is so important in a crisis because of the shared role of responsibility between leaders and followers in getting out of an organizational crisis. So it's so critical that we really dial in to the intrinsic capabilities or talents within every individual in your organization because everybody that's there, you're going to need their input to get you out of the crisis. So there's five different triggers. Number one, and this is breaking down what we call the self-efficacy construct. All right. So the first type of motivation is perceived self-efficacy. And I call these people the miracle workers. Okay. Because what they have is this, whatever comes my way, I can figure it out. They have a really strong sense or an optimistic self-belief that they can perform novel or difficult tasks, that they can cope with adversity, and they can function in any realm. Okay. So if you've got people on your team that no matter what, and every day you may be having meetings, something may change and they're like, whatever, we'll figure it out, whatever we'll figure it out, whatever we'll figure These are people that have a tremendous perceived self-efficacy. They almost relish in the fact that they can figure anything out. So you need to bring them up on your co-leadership team and make sure, because right now, every day something changes and you're going to need people that have this high level of ability to function with the unknown or different things and give you constructive feedback and engage um, some of the other followers on the team so the first construct is perceived efficacy some people they're just going to want to be at the lead table and say boss let me help you solve this bring them on board the second construct of efficacy I want to talk about is called intellectual efficacy and I call these people the problem solvers or the inventor so intellectual efficacy or cognitive efficacy is just what it sounds like these are people that measure their uh, capability to perform cognitive tasks and to learn new things so these are the people that are gonna look at this you know what they say never let a crisis go to waste these are the people that are gonna look at this and say man this is a chance we have to try out all these new things that I've been wanting to but could never get any traction on it okay for instance me I've been waiting to do podcasts for years and it wasn't until this happened that I'm like okay now is the time let's use this to figure out new things okay so people that are really triggered by intellectual efficacy they're gonna want you to ask them to help solve problems to get out of the crisis don't just tell them what to do help them come in on the creative solution part and, um, and and be part of coming up with the new strategy of what to do. Help them find workarounds. Help them come up with solutions. That'll really get them motivated, okay? Because they're going to want to understand and learn new ways of doing things, okay? So first of all, again, we have the perceived people, which is the miracle worker, that are going to be the catch-all, do-all. They're going to, you know, be doing anything you throw their way. Intellectual, they're going to want to be able to unpack and reconstruct the new reality. They're your inventors, Okay? The third type of efficacy is what we call moral efficacy. And I call these people the ethicists. These are the people that no matter what crisis you're going through, they're gonna to wanna to make sure that the organization prefer, performs um, morally and ethically to the standards that they stand by, okay? So even if you're doing something to navigate out of the crisis, if you're not doing it by the book or doing the most good for the most people, they're going to have issues with that. Okay. And so there's a lot of things that organizations can do to be fair. Okay, and you want to make sure, like maybe across the book, if people are all taking a pay cut, not just certain people, if some people are um, giving their uh, banking, their uh, sick leave or whatever to help other people, they're going to look at this as doing the most good for the most people in the organization. They're going to look at you as um, not capitalizing on this, even though you are in a position of strength to kind of gain additional footing at somebody else's expense. So these are the people that are really going to be your conscience navigating through the crisis. Whatever you do, make sure that you run it through these people because there's going to be a people out there in the public that are going to hear what you do and they're going to say, wait a minute, I know you're allowed to do that, but ethically, is that right? Like this whole thing with Harvard taking the PPP loan, okay? That kind of hit the fan. Was it illegal? Absolutely not. Was it ethical? Well, that's a point of discussion. And for the ethicist, they'll be like, hey, you don't need the money. There's people that need the money more than you, so give it back. So these are the kind of people that whatever you do, they're going to kind of be your conscience, and they're going to be morally coded, and they're going to say, you know what? it's not a perfect world, but this is the best that we can do. So make sure that you bring them in as you're reviewing the unintended consequences of what you're doing and looking at things that you may not have thought about to make sure you get the, the best good for the, the most good for the most amount of people. Okay. So after moral efficacy and the ethicist, the next type of efficacy is the means efficacy. And these are your technicians. Okay. These, if I give you the means to solve a crisis, I give you the tools. I give you the resources. Okay. These are the people that are just going to want to get it done. They're not going to want to be on the strategy, but if you tell them to do something, they're going to be like, okay, if you want to start podcasting, I need this equipment. I need to get this on iTunes. I need to get this to track the analytics. I need to have this microphone they're going to want you to give them the means to get it done, okay? So they don't so much want to do more of the big picture stuff, but they want to ex- execute the stuff. So they want the resources, the equipment, the computers, the co-workers, the other people, um, the processes and the procedures to get to the next level to get you out of the crisis. This is awesome because no matter how many ideas you have, you've got to have the integrators that actually flesh out the new normal. So these are the means efficacy people. They're going to be triggered not by what's right or thinking in hypotheticals or thinking about the future they just want to get her done okay so those people make sure you understand put them on the front line so they can go out and execute all the different things that you're doing Lastly, the last type of tremendous trigger that I wanna talk about is called collective or team efficacy. These are the people that like the group sports, okay? These are the people that like the overarching mission. A collective efficacy is really about how the group relates to one another. And that's why it's hard for a lot of people going through this right now where it's a shelter in place because there are certain groups of people that are loving it, I've always wanted to work at home and by myself, and the other people that need that collective, they need that co- a camaraderie, that esprit de corps, that, that team collaboration, okay? And we're doing workarounds, but there is gonna be a certain group that are no matter what, they're still gonna need that interaction, um, the influence of people as a resource. So there are other people that are gonna be like, nope, You told me what to do. I'm off on my own. Don't bother me anymore. I'll come back to you if I need anything else. But the ones that are triggered by collective, you can get them together to make sure you keep a finger on the pulse of human resources, of the mission statement, on how people are generally monitoring the distress of the organization. These are the caretakers, the kind of mother and father hens of the organization that keep the finger on the pulse of what is going on. So I hope those five different types of efficacy helped you identify as you're looking at people in the different roles that they're stepping up to there's different roles again proceed efficacy this is the this is the miracle worker whatever you throw their way these people should be right in your second third fourth in command okay intellectual efficacy these are your problem solvers these are the ones that are going to creatively think outside the box and come up with the design structure for the new normal moral efficacy these are your ethicists these are going to make sure that you really look at the big picture and that you've considered all the consequences you can to do the, the greatest thing for the greatest amount of good for the greatest Greatest amount of people means efficacy these are the people that you need to give the tools and resources to get the job done and lastly collective or team efficacy these are the people in your organization that are going to make sure everybody's still on board and the health of the organization the DNA still is intact and healthy and robust so I hope that helped you understand different strokes for different folks some of your followers are probably going to fall into different ones of these ask them where they want to be involved because if it doesn't do it for them they're not going to really chip in and help you get out of this. So ask them what they want to do and find out where they can serve best. I hope that gave you some great insights. And if you do us the honor, wherever you listen to podcasts, if you would do us the honor of giving us a five-star rating, we would be so thankful for for that. And also, please check us out on TremendousLeadership.com. Thank you for listening to Tremendous Leadership with Dr. Tracy Jones. Find out more about Dr. Jones at www.TremendousLeadership.com. If you've been ignited by something you heard in this episode, let us know by leaving a review for Tremendous Leadership wherever you listen to podcasts or by sending us a message through www.tremendousleadership.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.